Thanks for joining us and let's get started. Welcome to our intermediate series on secrets of success, rich and happy. This episode, we'll talk about improving your spiritual practice. We'll address the importance of consistency, diving deeper into your spiritual practice and choosing or working with a spiritual mentor. As usual, we'll introduce you to your personal challenge, which is designed to get you in the habit of practicing things that are healthy for the new you. Ready? Awesome, let's get started. With that, we invite you to get settled in a place where you can digest this information without interruption or struggle, clear your mind, and get ready to take the next step in a vital transformation. Let's start with a brief moment of silence to focus and meditate on what you're about to learn, receive, and practice. Hi everybody and welcome to our session number three, improving your spiritual practice. Within this session, we will teach you, guide you on the idea of how to improve what you do spiritually. Now remember that the commitment that we have in the last session is your meditation. I hope you're doing it. If you don't, please stop right now, do your five minutes meditation and then dive into the lecture. Thank you so much. I would like to talk to you about, you know, being more consistent. And I know that a lot of time people start and live, especially in our generation. We live now in a generation that people are only tasting something, but they're not committing or being consistent in what they do. People love to get the idea right away. I got it. You know, people say, I got it. I got it. You know, and when they got it, usually they forget about it. Why? Why is that? Why is being more consistent is so important. I'll tell you why. I don't know how many of you ever play guitar, play tennis, play basketball, play football, uh, uh, all type of thing that need to repeat itself. I remember first session with guitar. I mean, I couldn't afford the session, so my parents wouldn't pay for that. So I went and I find a job and I pay for a guitar <laughs> teacher that only teach flamenco. Can you imagine, I want to impress the girls and all what I know how to play was flamenco. It doesn't work, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the 80. Uh, nobody played flamenco. You know, you go to the girl, you do flamenco. I'm not Romeo and Juliet here. So that's all what I have. But that teacher was so tough on me, it was very cheap, I mean, because nobody wanted to study flamenco. And all what I had to do is repeat, repeat, consistent, 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 again and again and again and again. I have to tell you that I almost gave it up which I did for a while until I met a gentleman who basically saw me with the guitars practicing the same thing all over and over. And he said to me, Eliyahu, you need just a big change. You are very good. Just let me show you something. And he showed me a certain trick that changed my entire life about music, make me a songwriter, make me a guitar player in a band, make me a vocal in the band. Like it changed everything. When you are consistent, what happened, you start to rediscover you. You have no idea how many gifts you have in you. You have no clue. You have thousand gifts in you, but you cannot discover them if you don't have the power of consistency. Because what happened in the middle of things, you think you got it, but there is so much more 
to life than what you think right now. Your future is bright. Your future is unbelievable. But to discover that future, you have to be more consistent. Whatever you do in life, you have to be more consistent. Now, when we talk about your spiritual life, spiritual, being a spiritual person, it's not the easy thing. It's a repetitive thing that you have to do again and again. Whatever it is, the meditation in the morning, then how you should behave, being more charitable, accepting of yourself, working on the ego. There is a lot of homework that a person has to add into their mind to be more aware of their surrounding. Those things are not easy. Once you quit in the middle, you're not going to get the result of being rich and happy. You want to be rich and happy, right? You want to be more fulfilled, right? You want to connect to that abundance, right? I mean, the answer is yes, 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 yes. You can't just taste the food. You got to eat the food. You can't just taste spirituality. You have to be a spiritual person. I know a lot of people that are searcher for things. There's so many people who search the answer. Nobody want to find the answer. They just like being a searcher. In the age of 72, they say, yeah, I'm still searching for the truth. I'm still searching for the answer. Are you, are you, do, do you want, I always ask them that question as a devil advocate. I said, do you want to find the answer? What if I tell you I have the answer? Would you like to know about it? No, no, no. I enjoy searching. You know why they say that? Because they don't want to commit and they don't want to be consistent about a certain spiritual journey. Make sure. Once you find something, be more consistent. Go for it again and again and again. Never give up. Never, never, never give up. I want to tell you a story. A client of mine that unfortunately died three years ago, and his name is Neil. His name is Neil Amburger, if I'm allowed to say his name. So Neil Amburger was the second longest time patient with cancer in, in the world. And when I met him, he had already cancer. He was very, very sick. He was dying. And he asked me to be his mentor. And I started working with him. He, he mentored me about a lot of stuff in life, which he wouldn't agree on that if he would be here. But I'm telling you, I, I studied for him so much. And on his desk was a sign that say, never, never, never give up. Always consistency is the power of the game. And if you see, Neil, how we fight with the cancer, for 23 years, guys, 23 years, he has cancer that there's no cure for that. And he was keep going, keep business, family, everything the same. And it's something that touched me so much, you know, that he was able, for me, he was able to fight and even win the cancer. And when it was time for him, he grew up very old and it's time for him to leave this universe. He lived with a smile on his face. The reason I shared this with you, consistency, is the name of the game when you want to become spiritual. You want to be spiritual. You can't just taste the food. You got to eat the food. You got to commit to that and grow with that. Let's dive a little bit deeper into spirituality. Some of you heard the word angels before, but usually when we talk about angels, we think about something with wings and white coming to see you and visit you. You know, we, we, we have no clue what it is, but some believe it. That's nice. Maybe there is an angel, maybe there isn't. I'm not here to convince you or to believe me or don't believe me. Leave that away from your mind. Just, I'm here to try the pudding. I'm not here to convince you there is a pudding. Okay? If it works, then there is something. So let's, let's think about it. There is a deep meditation in spirituality that you may want to try. Before you're, doing, before you're going to a business meeting, before you're going on a date, before you're going anywhere, there is a meditation that was written 3,500 years ago that you send your angel before you arrive to the physical location. 
I'll give you an example. In one of my job, and one of the things that I did, I was supposed to find a building for inner city kids for a spiritual program I wrote for children with no spiritual education. And I need basically the, the mayor of New York to agree with that. And I couldn't find a way to do that. And one of the things that I did, I remember that I was waking up for three months straight, consistent, right? Every morning, sending the mayor of New York, I think it was in that time, Bloomberg, uh, sending him an angel and say, if you listen to my voice, if you listen to my meditation, please be open or somehow do something so we can meet and we can talk. I had no way to reach him. I had nobody who knew him, nothing, zero, nothing. I, there's no chance for me to even meet with him. And I was doing it like I know him. I was doing, sending him the angel like I even know him. Now, what does that mean to send an angel? I'm sure some of you are asking. Want me to send an angel? Like I take something here and I send it? <laughs> I need UPS for that? No. Basically what you gotta do, you close your eyes, you do the meditation that I gave you, but you add something more. You basically say, I'm, I'm talking to my inner force, you can call it angels, and you basically close your eyes, and I'm sending you my angel with a message, almost like you're sending a pigeon or a dove with a little note, okay, in the, like in the old days, and you're sending that angel to the individual and you're asking them to somehow to help you with that. The magic happened that I was going to eat in a restaurant, it's, I think it still exists, or maybe not, in a Sony building, those of you who know the Sony building in Manhattan, I was going to eat there in a restaurant, if I'm not mistaken, called Solo. And as I'm going there, the owner of the restaurant, who happened to know me, I was coaching him, so he told me, you know, Eliyahu, Mr. Bloomberg will be here tomorrow, do you mind to come here and welcome him with me? I really need somebody from your type of thing. I said, did you say Bloomberg? I said, yes, this is crazy. I said, why? So I'm, I'm praying three months that he will help me to help the inner kids in Bronx and Harlem so we can guide them, so we can do something to educate them spiritually. I said, seriously, yes, yeah. I said, yes. And there is a building that the city own and they don't use it, so I want to use it for that education. I said, this is unbelievable. So why don't you join me? We just welcome him and then you can talk to him about it. It was a short conversation with Mr. Bloomberg and right away, of course, he said, this is something that can make our city better. And he agreed, he told me who to call in secretary, and we move forward with that. What I try to show you with that, that that little meditation that I did, first, second, being more consistent, third, sending that energy, you can call it angel, you can call it the dove, you can call it whatever you want. You can call it your mind wave if you want. It doesn't matter what you call it. I call it angel. You can call it the dove that you send from your mind to somebody else's mind. You're talking to them. You're, talking, you're not influencing them. You're not manipulating them. You're begging them. You're asking them. You're loving them that maybe there is a bridge between us that we can talk about making the universe a better place to be. And that work. And I hope those of you who are open-minded will try that at whatever you're dealing with. And again, it's only work when you do it for the positive thing. It doesn't work. Unfortunately, that dove, that angel, not work when you want to do it just for yourself. Do I need a spiritual mentor? That's the question that most people ask when they start their spiritual journey. And I know we are right now in a time, it's very difficult to accept some authority or some people who tell me what to do, how to do, where to go. But let me tell you this, a mentor is a very special person. My mentor believe in me more than I believe in myself. Remember that verse. 
Your mentor needs to believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Meaning they see something in you that nobody else see in you. And that's very powerful. If they don't see the greatness in you, they cannot become your mentor. So before you choose the mentor, spiritual mentor specifically, you have to recognize somebody who recognizes a gift within you and they guide you to your full potential. A mentor see your potential, your great potential. And for that reason, sometimes they're gonna push you hard. And when they push you hard, you're not gonna like them. But because you know that they see your potential and they push you forward to do better and better, that's what they are your mentor. It's like everything in life. Everybody need a coach, whatever you need, uh, a diet coach, you need a psychology coach, you need something in sport. It's somebody who coach you to do better. I have a coach that come and teach me how to stretch myself. To be honest with you, I don't like the guy. But I like him when we eat together. I don't like him when he start telling me to stretch. No, I can't stand him. I sometimes feel like the muscle is about to disappear. I mean, he's telling me there is more room. And I look at him, I said to him, there is no room. It's the end. My body is finished right there. I said, no, there is more room. Absolutely. Then I have a person who coached me how to eat, which I also don't like. Because every time I'm about to eat, I didn't know there was a certain portion. He started talking to me about my hand. I said, that's it. That's about, about the food you're allowed to eat. And I look at him back and I said, I think my hands are too small. I'm supposed to eat way more than what you tell me I'm supposed to eat. So I always argument with, I have some argument with my mentor because the mentor see your true potential. Food, diet, sport, stretching, but also spirituality. Remember, spirituality? This is the essence of your happiness. This is the essence of your success. This is the essence of every good thing you're going to have. Think about it. I mean, don't you want to invest in your goodness? I mean, it's you we're talking about. It's you. Of course, you're going to get a mentor that will be tough on you and never, never going to let you give up or drop, you know, that idea of spirituality. I know a person that called me a year and a half ago. It's somebody I took care of him and he went to the highest level and he started mentor hundreds of people in Russia. Yes, he moved to Russia from Los Angeles and he started making such a change in people's life. Unfortunately, you know, as people growing up, sometimes the ego get in and he become a star. He become like a superstar, private jet, the whole thing, the limousine, the party. And he become the superstar guru, you know, in Russia. Unfortunately, sometimes when that happened to you, you crash. It, it happened. And unfortunately, he crashed really bad. I mean, he lost all the thing. It was, I cannot go into all the details. And I remember the first phone call. He picked up the phone and called me after many years we didn't talk. And I said, man, wow, you are, you are like the person that I actually built and you become a star. You know, you way higher than what I can even dream you can become. And I said, Liao, actually, I'm not doing very well. I crush, you know, whatever it is, all the details, all the bad thing he did because he was fulfilled and he couldn't work on being more consistent with his work, with his spiritual work. Sometimes when life starts to go perfect, it's not for everybody to have a perfect life. If you have a perfect life and you keep dreaming, you are spiritual. You get it. You get it. That it, you get it. That it that I'm talking about is basically to be in two places at the same time. Desire everything and be fulfilled. Not being depressed when your desire don't get fulfilled and don't get satiated when you are fulfilled. And that's unfortunately 
he had to fall, but thank God that he picked up the phone and called me, and I'll start working with him again. And it takes some, it's, it's tougher after you crash to do it again than when you start from scratch. So we have to start everything from scratch now on his spiritual journey. But I, I have to tell you, I was so excited when he picked up the phone to call me and he said to me, I don't know who to talk to. I don't trust anybody anymore, but I need to start without somebody make me ashamed. When you choose a spiritual mentor, there is a trust issue. There is a trust issue. I had a lot of trust issue. Uh, uh, so whenever a person come to work with me, a lot of time I look at their eyes and they're nervous, they don't trust. So when you're about to choose somebody, it's a very normal thing not to trust, you know? Not to trust. There is two types of people. People who trust and see result, and people who see result and then trust. You know, like the Missouri things, you know, show me state. You know, you got to show me, then I will trust you. You got to recognize your personality. So don't expect yourself to trust if from the beginning of time you never trust anybody because it's not just going to open happen overnight. You know, trusting is a, is, a, is a big thing. You're giving your life in the hand of somebody else. So make sure you choose somebody that you can feel at least that makes sense to you in the beginning. And as the result will start to show in your spiritual journey, as the result start to show that you become happier. As the results start to show that you become fulfilled, rich and happy and more confidence in yourself, then you know you are with the right mentor, okay? But give it some time. Don't just quit right away. It, it needs to take some time. You have to be more consistent. You have to trust a little bit in the beginning. I'm not asking you to trust all the way, but just a little bit. So with the time, you see if it's working for you. Now, it's not working for you for the time that you gave yourself, whatever it is, three months or six months, then it's time to move to another mentor. Not everybody has to have the same mentor. It has to have some type of synchronicity between two of you. Now, when we talk about mentoring, of course, let me tell you this right away. You always can contact me when it's come to mentoring or whoever you feel comfortable with. But remember, mentor is somebody who has an ability to be a mentor, meaning they see a different aspect of your personality and they guide you in a wonderful, profound way to get to the place where you meant to be going. Now you may ask, how do they know? But that's what the mentor takes. When somebody cares about you, how is your parents knew what's the best for you? So I don't know if your parents did a good job or a bad job. I'm sure some of you are judging your parents not being a great mentor. And some of you say, thank God that I was born to those parents. I know the way I care about my people, it's the same way that I would take care of my children. And I care for my children with all my heart and soul. So for me, it's very important when I mentor a person to ask them a lot, a lot of questions, to know exactly where they are, what is the fourth, what is not working, what it is working, and where they want to be a year from now. This is how I work with people. If your mentor don't do that job with you, then it's just talking. You know, you can go to a shrink, you can go to the different places, community service, or whatever it is, it's nice. But the person who talks to you has to care about you, has to care about you. And you're not going to know if they care about you or not, until you're gonna see result, I understand that. But how would you know if somebody care about you or not care about you? Sometimes when somebody care about you, they have to be tough. They have to be tough. They have to be disagree with your point because they see that you're going on the wrong direction. When I was mentoring people that are just coming out from the rehab, you know, a lot of time when a person just overcomes a certain addiction, there is another disease beside the addiction is lying. They're lying all the time. So for me as a mentor, for those people, I can't believe everything they're telling me. They told me all kind of stories that make sense. They are the best. They are the best. 
and storyteller that I ever met in my life. But thank God to a psychiatrist who coached me, who told me, Eliyahu, not everything they tell you is true, okay? Some of it is true. So it took me some time. So as their mentor, I helped them and I'm still helping them. You know, after I left that rehab that I used to be involved, they still reach out to me and I'm still there for them. If they want to hear an honest opinion, if they want to hear where to go, they know to reach out to me. And then I'm going to guide them step by step to make sure that their life become way better than it is right now. That's my commitment to them. And their commitment to me is to do what I'm asking them to do for themselves. I would like to challenge you on this session. And this session will be basically, the challenge is, will be to trust yourself. Trust yourself that you can trust yourself. Meaning what? You're gonna find somebody that you trust that can mentor you. Somebody that you can be honest with and somebody that you can tell them whatever it is that you want to change or improve or transform. And make sure that you be honest enough with them. Don't hide information. Because more you're gonna hide pieces of information, they will not be able to guide you. So this week, please, choose a person that you believe can be your mentor. Now who? Who is the person that could be mentor? Some of you might get confused. Who is it? I mean, all the time, of course, you can reach out to me and I can help you with that. But if you wanna find somebody else, use your creativity. It can be anybody that you can put your trust in so you will be able to guide yourself into a better life. I would like to tell you, if you still feel confused on choosing your mentor, feel free to reach out to us to Vital Transformation and maybe there is a way that I can help you to find a mentor that will work for you. That's what I want you to do. If you cannot find a mentor, do not be shy. Pick up the phone, text us, go to vitaltransformation.org and we will guide you how to find the right mentor for you. But it's absolutely important that you do that and have a mentor. Don't quit just because you couldn't find the mentor right away. Don't quit. This is the excuse of the demon in your head. Don't quit. Just say, I gotta find the mentor this week. And because I couldn't find, I pick up the phone, I'm calling Vital Transformation, they will help me to find the mentor. Thank you. This has been another episode of Vital Transformation's Guided Sessions. For more information, visit us at vitaltransformation.org where you'll find access to all of our guided sessions, content library, weekly updates, and upcoming events. To keep content like this new, relevant, and free to the public, make a donation today at vitaltransformation.org donate or write to us at donate at vitaltransformation.org. Thanks for joining us and we'll speak to you soon.